Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. And welcome to episode 14. I admit it's 14, okay? You happy now? Yes, I am actually. 14 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. Well, yeah, are you sure it's always? Uh, it, it has been every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, here, of course, I'm here, of course, with Patrick Gleason, whose yep. house we do this at. Well, not and all the time. You have done two two episodes. We have now had two of the 14 where it has not been at your house. That is correct. And our uh, replacement for Patrick. <laughs> With us, of course, yeah. as always, is our new co-host, Paul, yeah, Paul Sanders. And we're joined again with, don't say anything, Phil Lefebvre. hey And a new guy. Jace <laughs> just, just like that, a new guy? Yeah, a new guy. How about a new member to our podcast? How about a new friend that we've introduced he's to this game? He's not a new friend. He's a friend I had He's a lot. new friend of mine. He's a new. I'm the new guy. He's, he's a new. He is the new for today. We're going through a lot of new guys recently, aren't we? We've had one in our last, well, okay, we had a lot in our last podcast. Because everyone else but me was new. So I'm a red shirt. That's yes. what it is. Okay. <laughs> well, so far, of all the new people we've introduced, Chris has had comebacks. Paul became a regular. He came back so often. Phil's been here. Phil has now had a comeback. Caitlin was here twice. Was it two times? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because the second time we noticed the painting. Right. Like, hey, right. wow. Okay, I guess you're now the only one who hasn't come back at least once. Oh, and, and Dwayne. Anyway, yeah. anyway, none of this is important. I'm going to go back in time and show up on this every time. Um, so today is Saturday. Yes. Uh, it might be a dual or a split up podcast because we are doing gaming again tomorrow. Yeah, so so there are, there, there's two options of what we could do. We could do one full podcast today. I'll release it this week. And then next week we're not doing anything because I have a long drive to make. So maybe what I'll do is if we do two separate podcasts this weekend, I'll release a second one next weekend. Right. And then the following week, we'll, we'll go back to our schedule. Or we'll see schedule. how much we have when we do right. split it up. And or the other option is that we just stop halfway and then start again tomorrow and combine it into one podcast. Yeah. We'll decide all the stuff off air. It doesn't really make any difference. <laughs> and there's a good chance that all this entire talking section will be cut out in the editing process anyway. <laughs> but it makes sense. But let's just carry on. Okay, so. Uh, today we're hold doing, on, wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. We do this in four sections. <laughs> you always forget the sections. No, I don't forget. I just... Don't care. Is this the whole denying reality and substituting your own? Right. Yeah, so we're currently it. in the intro section, and we have a new player. So Jace, please <laughs> introduce yourself to our listeners. Please tell them who you are, why you're here, what kind of stuff you do, what's your gaming background, that sort of thing. Okay, let's see. I'm Jace. I like long walks on the beach. I'm tall, handsome, and tanned. You're short. You're none of those things. <laughs> okay, I, I can't. He's, just, he's I, describing I can't his character. I can't judge the handsome part, hey, but you he, are really. He good. is married and soon to be a papa. Fair yes, right. so I've yes. done something right somewhere. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, more than the rest of us can say. So yeah, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, my gaming history—I don't know. I uh, haven't played any tabletop games for about 13 years, and wow. again, then it was just one round of Dungeons and Dragons with some guys from high school. Okay, we were heavily babied by the dungeon master. Right. Uh, but for gaming, I'm an avid video game player, okay. and I spend a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Too much money. And you've started getting into the Warhammer 40k. Just started, so hopefully today will be my first game where I lose horribly and And learn quite a few things. And speaking of spending lots of money, the Warhammer 40k one is a... It's actually uh, taking over my video game budget (laughs) for the next two months, easily. 
And uh, yeah, so let's see how that goes. Okay, so now we can talk a bit about what we're doing here today. We'll actually do the, the following segments later, like the, the normal segments as they come. But let's talk about why we're here in the first place. So today is going to be like a dual day. First, we're starting off with a little Dark Heresy, again, in the 40K universe, but we're doing a little role-playing. And that will be followed by... And not an, Marines. You are... And not Marines. We're Inquisitors, or Inquisitors henchmen. Yeah. So the, the little pawn. Right. Life expectancy, uh, five minutes. You no, no, no. The guard in battle have a much lower life expectancy. Oh, yes. Well, what do you yeah. think I picked? <laughs> no, no, no but he means on the, I mean on the battlefield, oh. as opposed to as a member of an Inquisitor's uh, oh, retinue. Yes. Yeah. If you're a member of an Inquisitor's retinue, you have an incredibly long potential lifespan. Just don't trip down. Just not me. Possibly not you, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. As Devin says, then we're doing the actual armies. We right. have... Possibly, like, well, there's Paul, Dev, Jace, and I. Phil may have to leave. Right. So there's going to be four. So we can do two different armies. Yeah, we, 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 we could dual play. All right. we'll, we'll we anyway. So what we're actually going to be doing is a little intro to 40K. I'm the only one who's actually ever played 40K, the miniature tabletop game. Um, I've played it several times, but not really that often. So even I'm a relative newbie to the, to the, the game itself. Uh, so it should be interesting. We're going to play very, very low levels, uh, like low point totals. So I think Jace has like a 500-point army. Yeah. Um, I brought all my stuff, but we obviously won't get to use it all. No. No one else has <coughs> armies, st- no. Armies, really. Oh, no. Well, I brought well, the little bit that I have there, but I just got it yesterday, and I'm just getting familiar with it. So. Right, and you may have to leave anyway. Yeah. But maybe yes. you'll leave yeah. your army behind, and we'll play with it while you're gone. <laughs> no, I need to get more familiarized with it. He's the fondle of his miniatures. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of the intro segment of our podcast. So let's move on to our weekend gaming. What did you guys do in the past week, or since we last got together, which is a couple weeks ago? I'm not going to talk about Adapticon because, because you did it on the uh, because there's an entire podcast, podcast team dedicated to Adapticon. So we'll talk about everything else. Well, I've, I've actually... Oh, okay, no, Patrick. Do you remember the Rage game? I actually started to play Rage okay. on PS3. Tell me about Rage. I've never played it. Never uh, played. I didn't get too far in it because <laughs> I've, been, I've been pretty busy because uh, niece is back now from university. So, But it's actually not too bad. It looks pretty good. Uh, the controls seem nice. It's It doesn't have a huge cutaway scenes all the time, which okay. is what I, I like. I mean, there are cutaway scenes, but I can live with it because they're short. I, I'm not a big fan of the three-minute cutaway scenes for movies and stuff like that. And you are not going to like my gaming update. Okay. <laughs> um, the other one I've been doing, obviously, is preparing for uh, tomorrow's big, massive Pendragon mm-hmm. Roman campaign. Which, of course, you're running. Which, of course, I'm running. I tend to run most of the games that you guys come here for, which is actually a good sign for me, but... I'm sorry, who are you talking to? Well, okay, you do the Star Wars. <laughs> yes, the Star Wars ones, but... Um, there have been others as well in the past. Yes, and uh, I'm running the Dark Heresy today as well. Correct. And again, now this is going to be an interesting one because none of us ever are familiar with the rule. It's been a long, long time since we ran this. Yes. So we understand the idea behind the game, but the rules are still a little issue here and there. But which is fine because we'll just play things by ear. Listen, um, I have the quick, the quick guy or the quick uh, rule sheet. Yeah. Which summarizes all yeah, the exactly. combat information, so we'll, we'll just. And uh, the movie I saw recently, I did see G.I. Joe Retaliation. What'd you think? I liked it because it's closer to a, the uh, G.I. Joe idea. Right. You know, they have some gimmicks and gadgets, but overall it's the guys. Right. You know, the first one with their nano suits and all that. Yeah, that, that was, was ridiculous. That was not G.I. Joe. That, that actually was. was. 
I, it's funny because I had forgotten everything about that movie when I went to see the new one. But then I'm like, oh, let's go back and see what it was. So I found my copy and watched it. And uh, I'm like, I, I couldn't even recognize anything from that second no. movie, with the lone exception of the guy who was in the MIL was messed mess up, Tatum, Tatum Channing? Tatum, yes, Tatum Channing, who dies yeah. early on in the second. It, you just ruined it for half the people who've never seen the, sh- the movie. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either, you oh, bastard. Sorry, but I'm I also knew that part. You also saved me a whole lot of trouble. You were going to see the movie just for Tatum Channing? Uh, just to see him die? Oh, I see. No, no, I, I don't care. I'm not, personally, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm sure I'd enjoy it like the one or two times, but it's not something I'd watch well, 20 it, times, I'm sure. No, it, and like I said, though, it is better than the first one it because it actually it is closer to what G.I. Joe is supposed to be. But again, it's got The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis. So it's pretty much, okay, how many guns and explosions yeah. and killings can you get in there? Which is fine. That's yeah. what I went for. Not Sometimes. as many as the movie I watched last night. Did not- you watch the new one that they just came out with the uh, Pain and Gain? No. Okay. Again, The Rock. Another movie. However, it's mm-hmm. Michael Bay. Yeah. But I heard there's not very many explosions. I'll believe it when I see it. And I How about lens flares. I don't see no one. <laughs> no. Either. <laughs> You've seen it. Okay. You've seen all of them. I'm sure. Okay. There's not a lens flare in the movie. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. He does that a lot. Um, no, from what I heard, no. But that's the movies I've seen and done. Okay, so that's your weekend right. hobby, mm-hmm. Paul. Um, nothing. Look. Not much anyway this week because it was uh, it was my it was my last week for oh yes congratulations for, for the semester I go back I'm off next week but I'm I'm back so when can we call you Paul the carpenter oh sorry cabinet maker <laughs> you're lucky I don't throw something at you this iPad's looking pretty good sorry dude yeah. I'll, I'll replace it after I break it over its head will you yes oh, really in that case feel free <laughs> <laughs> it's an iPad it can't be that hard to break. No, it's uh, very easy to break. Anyway, you a new one. so yeah, no, there wasn't much other than uh, Dev and I went and saw Oblivion yesterday. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, and and really good. It's a bit of a mind fuck. Yeah, it is a little bit of a mind fuck. You're just like what? Right. And I don't know how many do-overs a guy can get, but hey, don't ruin the movie <laughs> for anybody. I'm not. I'm just saying there are a lot of do-overs. <laughs> hey, it's a really well done movie. It's now, sci-fi it, kind of edited. Now, yeah, is it a actually, mindfuck, like, other ones he's done? Uh, I don't know who he is. Tom Cruise? Oh, I see. With but, like, Minority Report. Minority Report. It, no, well, it, I would almost say it's on par with Minority Report maybe, in terms maybe. of okay. strange oddity. Think about it this way. it's there, There's there's at least a bit of a mystery to the movie as well, and you're yeah. kind of discovering with the character. Yeah. So no, nothing... Like, there's, there's no... There's no foreshadowing. There's no... Um, no. You, you can't. Uh, you can't even. Is. You can't even describe parts of the movie because it. If you do that, it re- it'll wreck it. Yeah, true. true. So just, just see the movie. I'd, yeah. I highly recommend. We, we can't it. Even, well, it's, like, describe it. it's like Cabin in the Woods. Then you can't describe Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, kind it. of. Kind of. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. You, haven't, you should see it. You should. I, I had. I had an opportunity to go see it for free, and I turned it down. Really? No, you should. But it, it's one of those movies. You keep, people go. Well, what's it about? You gotta watch. Yeah, it. it's, it's sort of horrorish, kind yeah. of, but not really. The yeah. the only thing I got to say about Oblivion was that I felt it was really the beginning was really slow. Yeah, there there are it slow. It really parts dragged, too. and then it didn't start picking up until three quarters of the way through the movie almost. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say that the beginning portions dragged so much. I no, mean, it was, there were there, there wasn't a lot of action. Yeah, they were sure. doing story story yeah. development, yeah. and it just it felt like okay, when are we going to get to? 
the action I saw in the trailer. Right. You know? And eventually that, that does explode. Now, I have a problem before other people speak. The reason I didn't want to see Oblivion is I, I hate that the trailer gives a lot away. It doesn't. Though. It doesn't. Not even a little it, bit. See, <laughs> okay. The, okay, the reason I skip trailers for the most part, like I like to show up to movie, like I do an incredible amount of movie watching. Yes, you do. Like almost once a week, <laughs> sometimes more on certain weeks, I'm at the movie theater. So I try to get there about five minutes after the scheduled start time for the movie, like to even arrive at the theater. And you stuff the line up for popcorn and get stuff. So by the time you're done and you're walking into the theater, you're the, the last of the trailers is just ending, and then the movie's about yeah. to begin. I, I usually time it pretty well, and that's to avoid all the garbage that you that you learn from watching trailers. Well, and you're right because a lot of movies and like a lot of trailers now they they want, they want to show you the best parts of the movie, but to they draw give away a lot. Yeah, like obviously Oblivion is not. You're saying it's different, but it really in the trailers, mm-hmm. I thought, like, wait a minute, if they're supposed to be there, then there you see Morgan Freeman. You're right. like, well, how was this? So it's not a surprise when you see him, but if they do it well, it can be. Yeah, it they, just, like, they really do do well. Like, in this I, one, they I miss the old days of, well, some trailers still do well. Like, the original Batman, not the original Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. The one from 85? Yeah, but the trailer was good because it didn't give you anything. Yeah. It was just basically, like, the symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, they call those teasers these days, right? But those, if they're done well, that gives your appetite. Absolutely. Now I understand where some things happen because they're like, well, people don't want to go see it if the teaser. Yeah. So, Jace, what have you besides obviously spending lots of money on Warhammer 40k stuff? Yeah, this week I haven't done very much. Just been catching up a lot of uh, community TV shows. Oh, community! I love yeah, community. I've been told about it for the past year or two. Okay. And you finally started watching. I finally started watching okay. it on Netflix. So just watching from episode one all the way. Through. Not even. I'm on season two now. So I, I actually really prefer Community it. to uh, Big Bang Theory. Really? Yeah. I I can see why. I don't. There's just other people, but I they're both different. Genre, yeah. they're, they're, they're different genres, and they attract different audiences as well. Yeah. Uh, but last night, I finally got to watch Expendables two, and it upset me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I've never seen someone have that kind of reaction to it. So I know that it's supposed to be just like a popcorn movie. Yeah. You go in, it's an action movie, yeah. but it was just over the top, super over the top. Yeah. Whenever it's like Bruce Willis shows up, it's like. Uh, and it, uh, well, the, all the, the governor was there, and he's like, "I'll be back." And then he's like, "No, you've you said that enough, and I'll be back." It's <laughs> yeah. just like, "Fuck!" Sorry, no. The curse no, is. The well, you can say fuck. No, well, trust say me, fuck. I say fuck all the time on this. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's, it's, been, <laughs> long, it's been long enough that hopefully this won't be a spoiler. But when Chuck Norris shows up, how awesome is that? It's like, oh, they call you the Lone Wolf. It's like. God uh, damn it! And he just blows shit up, and it just how awesome was that? It was awesome, and then he's just like through through. I'm a one man army. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so, God damn! So it. basically, it's a it's a remix of all everybody's like one liners. Yes. Yeah. And it's, all the, like, it's all the internet memes put but together. What, no, what's interesting though is they don't. Say, a lot of people don't say their own one liner. Other people say yeah. their one liner. What a twist! <laughs> but now it's, it's. I understand where people were unhappy oh with it because I, I thought it was a well, great. No, movie. I understand because they go too much into oh, of course it. It's too much patting on the back and the nudge, nudge, wink, wink sort of thing. See, I liked the Expendables one because that one is it was an action movie back to its glory days. There, it was just a quick. Uh, guy meets girl who's in trouble. This guy is going to help her out, even though he's getting paid for it. Then. It's it's an action movie. It's, right. There's not multiple layers to it. 
but it was well done. And then this one, it was just too much circle jerking. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. same as, I was going to say, Ocean's 12. Ocean's 11 was good. Yeah. Then Ocean's 12 was, hey, we're all famous. Hey, look at us. You know, like, hey, Julia, doesn't this character look like Julia Roberts? And That like, was the lamest part of that <laughs> no, entire but, movie. But that's where I understand where Jason's coming from. That's where a lot of people said they had a problem with Expendables 2, because it was over the top. Yeah. Not did you see time. Ocean's 13, though? Yeah, I did. I, I thought that was actually a pretty I decent forget movie. That movie. I, well, I don't I, remember anything from Ocean's 13. Really? Yeah, at all. I liked. I at, actually, least, I, at least I, I remember twelve because it had Julia Roberts as or pretending to be Julia Roberts, yeah. which is no, so ex- ridiculous. Yeah, I guess Expendables. I like this in Expendables too because Jean Claude Jean Claude Van Damme did a good job as a bad guy. Yeah. I yes. mean, over top bad guy, but that's what the yeah. whole movie was. Well, that's kind of the character he plays, regardless of whether he's a good guy or a bad yeah. guy. He's kind of a one-dimensional wooden actor. Uh, no, no, he's, uh, no, he's always the my wife got killed. I'm going to avenge. No, no, no. I still that's... have to see JCVD because I've heard that is really good. He does. I've actually also heard good things about it. Um, sorry, sorry, no, Jason. Huh. Phil. Again, besides getting you know, in trouble for the wife for buying a lot of gaming stuff. Well, you know, um, but uh, no, that being said, um, I've been definitely diving more into the Warhammer world. Um, started playing Dawn of War 2 again. I put uh, Dawn of War 1 on my uh, wish list on Steam so that I can like get it on a, a deal because I'm a cheapskate that way. <laughs> and um, But yeah, no, I'm definitely uh, enjoying getting back into that. Um, but aside from that, I haven't done a whole lot. Still totally hooked on Gears of War Judgment. Um, however, I'm not super huge on the achievements for the new DLC. Uh, mostly because I'm terrible at multiplayer. Um, like, if there's going to be a guy that's great at giving other people kills, that's me. Um, you haven't met me yet, have you? <laughs> this is why I play co-op. <laughs> No, I'm a bigger fan of co-op as well, for sure. Um, but aside from that, um, still trying to get to uh, finishing Dead Island 1, because uh, Dead Island Riptide came out uh, quite recently. And for me, that's the premier zombie video game at this point. I, uh, I've i dropped uh, Left 4 Dead, uh, Resident Evil, all these guys. Uh, and it's not because they did a bad job, it's just that Dead Island is so much more intense. Like... You get the whole seat, you just need the edge. It, it certainly applies to that game. I mean, it's in broad daylight. You don't see that very often in a lot of zombie games. Um, I just about shat my pants in those games. <laughs> Funny story about that, though, is that on PC, by default, you can like join other people's games online and all that kind of good stuff, as long as you're in the same like mission and level range and stuff like that. There's a guy that had joined my game, and he was playing it on a laptop, and I guess he was boasting on how well his laptop was able to deal with the game. So they were talking, but I guess they didn't figure that the like onboard microphone was on, so I was hearing them, but they never spoke to me directly. So I was like, ah, whatever, I just put my mic on mute and let them have fun, you know? <laughs> then all of a sudden, his buddy takes off, 20 minutes go through, we're still playing the game, we're still, you know, chummy but not talking to each other, but we're still, you know, going to the same objective and killing the same monsters. Okay, so he knows that you're in the game with him. Yeah, absolutely. But his microphone is still on, and nobody's talking, and all of a sudden, I guess his phone was close to his microphone. The phone rings, I jump out of the seat, I'm like, oh man, the, the scariest thing in the game still ended up being like some mishap by somebody else's microphone, but I mean, I was already that much on edge because the game is, is that immersive. That, that's pretty good then. Yeah, Dead Island is, is very slick. Okay. 
So that's uh, what we've done uh, gaming wise. Yeah, I still have mine. Oh, um, yeah, yours is on the podcast. No, 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 no. Uh, separate from Adepticon, I still have stuff that I've done in the past week. So we don't um, when I finally, <laughs> I do. When I finally got home, I had a chance to go and pick up my copy of Injustice. Oh, <gasps> yeah. That does look nice. It is, it, like, for a fighting game, first of all, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm having a bit of trouble with it just because maybe my uh, controllers are... Are you using Xbox or PS3 or... I don't have an Xbox, so I'm, t- I'm playing on a PS3. Okay. And my controllers, again, like, they're five, six years old, so I'm, I'm having problems sometimes executing the moves properly. Like, sometimes when I pull back, it actually jumps in the air and goes back, which is not quite right, but... Yeah. Whatever it's, I, I managed to deal with. That. I managed to make my way through the entire. Who'd you um, play? Soups, of course. Well, here's the thing: if you play storyline through the actual storyline they include with the game, you don't get a choice of who you play. Oh, really? So, and you you basically end up playing just about every character as you progress oh, the storyline. So it switches back and forth. Okay. So you know, if you start off with Batman, pretty sure it was Batman, and you do like maybe three or four fights, three or four fights with him. And then it switches to, like, Cyborg. You play three different rights. But they have, like, 20 or 30 different okay. characters in the game. And so you kind of cycle through each of them. They all have different moves and, like, a giant list of moves. And they also play... They fight certain... And they fight differently. And so, yeah, but the villains you're fighting are also preset because there is an incredible storyline behind it. And who you fight and when you fight and why you fight actually makes sense because you're watching the storyline. Okay. So, so imagine that this is actually a movie that you're watching, but when the movie gets the the fight scene, you all of a sudden take over. So it's not like the old ones where it's like, here, I'm right. playing Magneto versus this. Right. It's, it's not, I choose my one guy, I yeah. fight through four guys, and there's the boss, Which and was, I win the game. Well, it's silly because like, hey, I'm it's playing like Magneto. Fighter. Why am I fighting hand-to-hand with most people? Yeah, exactly. Crush... It's like, seriously, though, if you put Superman against most people, it's like, okay, I'm Superman. I'm going to kung fu you. I'm Superman. I take my finger and... So Superman and Magneto have the same voice and the same attitude? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm Superman. I'm Magneto. I'm Magneto. We get more against <laughs> So anyway, the, the, the storyline is incredible. But at the same time, between fights, sometimes you have like a 5, 10, 15 minute wait what? as you're watching a movie. That'd be cool the first time yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, and there's the option to skip the oh, movie good. and go straight to the fights. Okay. So if you want to play through it multiple times, you you can do that. Now, does it? What did you, yeah, you only played it once. You don't right. have to change. It doesn't change. It's it's. It static. can't change. It can't change because it's a movie. Okay, no, but I'm saying like that's too bad because it'd be interesting if you could start like a different character and do different things to make the movie. Yeah, no, no. Unfortunately, uh, they, they have other modes as well, so you don't have to do just the storyline mm-hmm. mode. You can do. Just like a, a random battle, up. if you want. Yeah, if you, hey, yeah, I want to play this yeah. versus this. Yeah. There's they, what they call Star Labs, where they give you a series of set challenges. So for each character, there'll be like maybe ten different challenges, and for each of those challenges is a series of moves that you have to perform while you're fighting something. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, it's incredible fun. I really enjoy it. The fight game itself is great, and the storyline is fantastic. So, Injustice, pick it up. It's really good. I just realized something. We're actually not going to play Pandemic this week. This is one of the first podcasts where we actually haven't played Pandemic. Listen, I brought Pandemic. We can play it between 40k and 40k. I've been looking for it, actually. It's, it's right there. Paul's like, yeah. <laughs> now, Patrick's going to be borrowing my Pandemic, so yes. make sure you return it right quick. Yes. I'll, I'll be taking it with me next time I'm here. Yes. Okay. Second to next time yeah. I'm here. 
Because <laughs> next time I'm here is, is tomorrow. So what, what's our format then? Uh, okay, so next... next See, I'm actually trying to follow the format here. Next sort of. is our news and rumors. And at this point, I think it's perfectly the right time to go into... I don't have the... Sound effect that we that we usually have or would have for this. But Robotech's on Kickstarter. So it's, it's time to do our Robotech watch. Robotech is currently at again. You have to listen to episode thirteen to understand what it is I'm I'm currently talking about. I know none of you here have. No, I do. I saw your post about Robotech and the Kickstarter and stuff, and I checked that link. Yeah, yeah but if, if you listen to the podcast, because it's split across separate several days, we actually on each day do a quick Robotech update to see what the Kickstarter is at right now. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, currently, the Kickstarter is at two thousand one hundred twenty backers and a total of. Three three hundred and eighty-seven thousand four hundred and thirty-six. That's your Robotech update for today. You're a backer, I take it. Right? I am a backer. I put in one hundred and twenty for the the full set. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Maybe well, I should never, do that. I played the original Palladium uh, Robotech. I have game. everything that they've ever put out for the original Palladium role-playing game. Now, again, this goes back to the Palladium one, and it did have some issues. The, the yeah, well, it has issues because it's the it's the Palladium system. Yeah. The Palladium system itself has issues. Yeah. Now, but, it was better than D&D, in my mind. For, sure, it's, but, it's, but it's different than D&D. Yeah, but, well, again, it had... It, I found, because they used percentiles for skills, and everyone, for people who don't remember the Palladium system, mm. they, they used percentiles for all their skills. But how you how they came about for some skills increasing per level mm-hmm. was really weird. Arbitrary. Yes, because some skills would go up by three percent per levels, others would be six right. or, or four or, or whatever, and you're yeah. going like, how are they deciding? Yeah, it's 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 arbitrary. Yeah, it was very arbitrary. Yeah. But it, it is a very fun system, and the the cool thing about it is once you learn the system, you can take it to. Any of oh, the yeah, that's one because they had they had a superheroes one. I can't remember the name right now. Uh, vi- villains and vigilantes. That's not no. Um, uh, superhero masterminds and superheroes. No. Anyway, there's but they there, the there have been many one. games. Um, there, well, there's the there's just the generic Palladium role playing game, which is the, their fantasy system. Then their uh, my first introduction to them was through uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles right? Uh, super ninjas and super spies nice. was their super spy. They had a horror one, night haunts or night something like that. Uh, Rifts was their futuristic post-apocalyptic one. With that was like the one most people recognize. Eighty or ninety different supplements they yes. put out. But that's the biggest one for yeah. Palladium. Was that's what everyone and the fantasy one were the two biggest. But then again, my favorite has always been the Robotech. Yes, well, because that that was the American version of Robotech. But yes, yeah. Oh, and, and because we are making a difference between the American and the original version, and I actually asked this on the Kickstarter to find out, their Destroids have different names than what you have in the Robotech role-playing game. Okay. They went back to the original for some the original. of the Destroid names. Okay, good, good. Which sucks, because I really like the new ones. Oh. Like the Excalibur, much better than the Defender. Yes. But Robotech was a good game, plus yes. a good series. Yes. A, an animated series. Oh, it was a fantastic series. Especially the original Macross was really good. Mm. Some of the later ones, like when it got well, to Southern Cross, Southern Cross was not Well, it's because so it wasn't actually Robotech. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. And the Invid stuff, that was neat, but it was yeah. different. But the original like the ones from not uh, the American com- um, Harmony, sure. Harmony Gold? Harmony Gold, yes. yes. <laughs> the original Robotech one, people died left and center. Like, he, oh, yeah, this is they, true. They, they were, like, dying because, you know, it was Japanese. So. <laughs> it was... 
Does anyone else have anything to add to news and rumors? Anything that you knew coming up that you want to be Well, I, I have about? a few. Oh, Patrick, got stuff. I've got a little bit of stuff. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Pat's you, already looking for his stuff. Yeah, so. you go first. Then. Phil. I've been, uh, I've been playing uh, Star Trek Online on and off uh, ever since beta. Okay. Uh, lots of fun. I may have mentioned it before. Uh, they eventually, they were talking about like getting star bases in there at some okay. point. They finally got them in uh, a, a few months ago. Um, very hard to do if you're like a two-man fleet uh, with multiple characters. It doesn't matter. It just takes too much time kind of thing. So you, you definitely benefit from being in a bigger fleet with a lot of active players, just like any other MMO, of course. But to be able to make those star bases, it takes a an insane amount of resources. Um, so I've kind of dropped that, sadly. However, well, it's just, I don't play often enough to be retained by a fleet. Right. <laughs> More often than not. Right. Uh, so I, you know, join back, I log back into the game, I find out the first thing that it comes up is like, you got kicked out of that thing. And I'm like, all right, I've had enough of that. So I made my own. Um, but, uh, of course, that's slow. I hope you don't get but kicked out. The fun, yeah, seriously. <laughs> the, fun, the fun part that I can be able to partake in more is that they're actually going to release a, a third playable faction. The Romulans are going to be, like, fully available and playable in the okay. whole bit. So a new storyline everything. Yeah, and uh, that's definitely piquing my interest. Uh, Do they have their own sector? Yeah, well, I mean, the last big mission type thing, I forgot what the real name is, but the last big mission that was available to everyone to play was essentially helping Romulans establish a new homeworld and the whole thing, okay. which I figured was essentially a prequel to the release of right. the third faction in an MMO, okay. uh, which is also fun, because you don't have a lot of MMOs that have more than two factions, right. in, in, from what I know, anyways. So how is that going to work? Because it's like, oh, we're the, we're the Federation, we're going to help you establish a world, and then all of a sudden Turing goes, screw you, yeah, you helped us out. Uh, like, partly, I would assume that there's going to be some betrayal happening, because, you know, anybody that knows, it's Romulans. Romulans, <laughs> yes. So, you know, they, they, they march by the beat of their own drum, for sure. But, um, but yeah, no, I would assume that there's going to be some foul play involved, of course. Um, speaking of cryptic, however, they've been, uh, well, essentially, if you purchase the bigger package for uh, Neverwinter, you're probably playing it right now. Um, however, I've, uh, I know a friend that bought, like, all three pre-order packages and is stuck waiting for everybody else's open beta to open, so kind of a little sketchy there. I don't have all the details. However, it, it is a nice looking game, uh, certainly in the, the casual MMO uh, range. I, I personally feel it's a little too casual, in a sense. Like, it's, it's not appealing to my hardcore uh, role-playing gamer uh, side, but it's, it's certainly neat. And, uh, so you're talking Neverwinter? Yes. Okay. Not to be confused with like Neverwinter Nights or anything else. It's uh, strictly Neverwinter as far as the title is concerned, and uh, it's a new cryptic release, which is the same guys that did STO. So Now, is it, because we're talking about Neverwinter Nights, is it still D&D? It is still D&D. Okay. It is okay. still in the uh, Forgotten Realms, and okay. uh, there's a heavy uh, Dark Elf uh, inspiration going on, of course. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it looks neat. Like any other game launch, it might be suffering from a couple of bugs, but right. that's to be expected on a big title at this point, I think. And do you know what system it uses? Is it 4.0, 3.5, 3.0? It's a weird 4.0 from what I understand. Okay. I 
I don't understand a single thing of it because <laughs> during the uh, during the closed beta, I picked a wizard of sorts. It was like a control wizard or whatever, and like the dude had like a thousand hit points. I'm like, oh, look at that! A wizard with a thousand hit points. Wonder what the fighters are getting. Right. I'm still used to like second and third editions. Where so. you had five. Yeah, you start, you're at five, like, my, uh, my Dungeon and Dragon Online character is, like, level nine now, uh, Warforged, uh, Wizard, and sure enough, like, I'm edging the hundred points, like, I've just passed hundred hit points, and then... At level nine? Yeah. Shocking for a that, wizard. That is actually pretty impressive. No, well, it's the, the Warforged part, like, yeah, basically well, yeah. self-sufficient in the whole thing, yeah. it's, it's well, a fun but character. You, but you compare that to a barbarian who's got, like, you know... Uh, Hundred, I can take that in one shot and still keep walking. Absolutely, and then you got like level one control wizard in Neverwinter that's got a thousand hit points. I'm like, oh, well, why did I even worry? You know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly because again I'm not familiar with fourth edition and I'm not sure how it differs to uh, what they're using in Neverwinter. But okay. it looks fun. I I have uh, I'm wondering about for 40k because the the battles, the miniatures and stuff like that. Oh, that reminded me about something. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of MMOs and stuff like coming out, and I know Warhammer Fantasy tried to do an MMO. And they're no, still, they're, that, Fantasy still exists. Yeah. Warhammer is out there still as an MMO. Yeah. Age it's of Reckoning, there. I think. Uh, Warhammer Online. Warhammer Online. Warhammer Online. Yeah. yeah Age of Reckoning mm. was Conan, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Conan. Oh, it was. Okay. Yes. Now, my question is, okay, Warhammer 40K. Dead in the water. No, but. I would still like to see some computer programs instead of having to, because I know Games Workshop wouldn't want this because they would not make as much money. But instead of buying massive amounts of figurines and stuff, have an online system. They actually have something like that. Yeah, I uh, don't remember what it's called. God damn it! There's, but there's a program that you can pl- that you can buy. Or, uh, sorry, it's, it's not even buy. It's for free. Yeah. And it literally just places a square on your screen, and you put your all your elements, all your sprites on your screen, and then you move them as if you would normally during a game. And they, somebody has gone to the trouble to make all the 40k uh, things to fit on the map. But it's okay. like top-down, basically. So you're looking at it like a top-down view, and it's just the map. There's no frills, nothing. <laughs> you can, if you had the patience to set up the board, you can play 40k on your computer. Right. So eventually, maybe it'll, this will catch on, and they'll start putting more add-ons and stuff like that. We can... Oh, they've been putting this there for... Like more than more than one decade, they've okay. been working on this. It's right. it's it's a good idea because I mean, it's, for somebody who doesn't have the money to actually get into well, it, money or, and space. Well, that too. But you know, if if you want to learn how to do play it, it's it's, it's a great way to learn how to play it too. Yeah. Well, like Great. I said, because it's, now we're we got people like it is an in, investment for Warhammer oh, Three K stuff. Whereas I'd be willing to pay fifteen bucks a month to be able to subscribe to this to right. to have an army. And play and, and build up the army. Right. Well, I, I've got some mixed bag news on that, okay. and uh, more to come because I'm still not super informed about it. Um, time being what it is, right? Twenty four hours in a day, and that's that's all you get. But um, so Dawn of War one. I know it's Dawn of War. It's not quite the same thing as right. playing forty k. It's it's in fact very different. But Dawn of War one, you had your traditional. Uh, RTS, where yes. you had your base, your resource collectors, big armies, yeah. high population cap. It was fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That I, actually was a lot of fun. I think I'm actually on the edge of 
trying to get it for a third time because, <laughs> like, I keep losing my product keys. Anyways, um, <laughs> Dawn of War 2 was different. De definitely very different in the more sense that it was... Based. Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. more like Warcraft 3 in a sense where it was more hero-focused, mm -hmm. but you still had an RTS top-down kind, of, kind yeah. of feel to it. The understanding I have, though, is that the license may have been uh, looked at and or picked up by um, Uber Entertainment, which is the gang that made, like, Supreme Commander and Total Annihilation and working on Planetary Annihilation now. And with that kind of track record, you can definitely expect that if that connection happens, we're looking at huge-scale... Warhammer 40k Good. action on, on PC again. That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Now, again, um, <laughs> definitely, and in terms of rumors, that's my biggest one. Right. Um, I do intend on looking more into that. No, you could. I mean, because yeah, then it would be even better if you could start doing, like, you could join armies up together and have, like, a whole world set up where it's like, okay, you, you control this sector, you've got this sector, here's your army, go. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that. Uh, Magic the Gathering has versions of online game type mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You get the iPad games, the, uh, the iPhone games, but there is a version that one of our coworkers plays where you actually pr you purchase the digital card okay. online, and so you now own the card, but whenever you decide, I don't want this card anymore, I want to back out of the game completely, you can sell the card at a loss. So even though you don't have a physical card, there's no wear and tear on it, you're still selling it back to the system to get some money back. What's okay. So if they did have a version similar to that for Warhammer, but for miniatures, like $15, you get a squad, that would be interesting. You wouldn't have the physical appeal of it, but then you could cash out. Yeah. Right. Well, also, you'd be able to put the game First on pause. Games Workshop would never let you cash out. No. <laughs> no, they, they, they... Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's the thing. It would be hard to sell, yes. But... There's always eBay for people who are getting rid of their armies. So yep. that's something like that for the online version as well, that would work. Well, like I said, I'd be willing Selling to pay accounts. for months to have that sure. to be able to like maintain an army. Like, okay, I'm not available to do it all the time, but every right. once in a while I can, and then pause. Right? Or you could just do what you're doing now and get everybody's reject. <laughs> yeah, I think what Pat's going to be doing right now is going to be taking orc armies. Uh, you never brought it back, Paul. It finished. No, no, we finished that one. Okay. Yeah, so I have a, a bunch of Arc Armies from a couple of different uh, box sets that I had not finished using. And then Paul's got his um, his, his box set, and, his starter uh, set from Jake's the brought his band. little thing here today as well. Yeah. Uh, you decided for Ultramarines, or no, you were... No, they're uh, Raven Guards. Guards. Raven Guards, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of setting towards Ultramarines myself. Are you? You're gonna go kind with the blue? Of, it's of. just a lot easier. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen well a lot of the most other ones. Most people don't get pre-painted miniatures. Most yeah. people paint their own. And Ultramarines, it's it's not an easy paint scheme. As it's not as easy a paint scheme as you might think if you're trying to make it look nice. Like you could you could easily slap on some blue paint, but if but you, you, need wanna, the, you need the gloss. And yeah, everything. yeah. The Ultramarines <laughs> have like a. Well, um, a strange coloring to their yeah. blue. But plus, they all have they all have the twelve. They have the twelve marked on their shoulder. Oh, that, that's easy to do. Yeah, you actually get little decals. Oh, yeah, that would be decals. Yeah, decals. Some of mine have decals. Yeah. Now, Pat, I know you're a huge fan of Space Wolves. Yes. And again, Space Wolves also have like a weird they're... coloring scheme yes. where you actually take like two or three different paints, you mix them together, and then you have to make sure that 
every time you uh, every time you paint, use paint a different model, you have to use the same mixture of paint. So yeah. it actually does make it quite. There is a lot of work for and, you. And don't don't you have to get like special models for them at all? No, because they do. have the, all the well, they have the rules yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, often yeah. you do have a lot of special specialized look to yes. their. Uh, yeah, because they all have like the the wolf pelts and the fetishes. Yeah. Well, not all, all of them, right? so. but that that helps. Right, it's um. It, it, they are a lot of work. They are a lot of work. They're almost like a, not. I don't want to say like a chaos system, but they are because of all the different individuality. Like they have a lot more individuality than the ultramarines, yeah. right? Yeah. If you have the ultramarines, are work, but if you paint it like you do the one paint job, you don't have. There doesn't have to be very variation. It's here's a gloss, here's that. That's a look. That's that unit. Where space wolves would have individual looks inside that own unit. So right. that that's totally part of the appeal, though. You don't oh, want to go for, like, so, again, a lot of people have ultramarine. Phil and I have been looking online this week for miniatures, and when you do a search for space marines, because that's what I'm purchasing now, 60% are a lot, they're all blue, yep. and you're just yeah. like, okay, well, it's easier if you're going to start just getting into it, and you don't have the time to paint, or you don't have the skills to paint, mm -hmm. want to buy a painted army, and those are the more yeah. readily available. Right, and mm -hmm. this, again, goes to me why I'd like to have the online one, because... You have whatever. You, have whatever. Oh, you just oh. select, like... You buy your you yeah. buy your your squad, and then you're yeah. like, okay, this week I am not Ultramarines. This week I am, you know, uh, Raven Guard, yeah. and modify the paint, mm -hmm. and and, and mm -hmm. there you go. That's where an advantage would come for that thing. And like I said, for, I'd be willing to pay for that because then it's like, yeah, I've changed my tactical squad. I'm now this. Go through, modify your squad, and that's now the scheme. The problem I have right now with the pre uh, the, the ones that I purchased, <laughs> so the guy I bought them off of Kijiji last week, um, I was looking at them, and some of the detail that he's done, I'm just like, holy shit, <laughs> this is awesome. How do I match that? Yeah, how yeah. do I do this? Yeah. 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 That's uh, Paul right now is holding cool. a book of art of uh, of the space marine. Of the video space marine. It's a space marine video game. So it's got all the different uh, chapters and everything. With well, no, it, it's only got the, the ones from the game. So it's the ultramarines and then the orcs. Yeah, but and, uh, it's also got the chaos. The chaos. But it does have uh, all the different looks to them. Yeah, yeah. Of, of what they have. Of all the. Um, now, can I just going to bring up something about something separate of technical here? Uh, this caught my eye because they're talking about doing a virus-powered car. This woman's developed um, a way to make uh, batteries using a virus. What would the a, virus feed off of? Though? A virus. Yes. Um, Angela Belcher, she programs viruses to make elegant nanoscale structures. And for this, she's actually used viruses that can construct powerful batteries, clean hydrogen fuels, and uh, solar cells. No, honey, I'm not getting herpes for myself. I'm getting it for my car. <laughs> Jesus. It's, I'm just saying, it, it's pretty interesting that like, we're, we're getting batteries from technically a virus. From car accidents will be a lot more exciting. <laughs> oh, no, there's a T-virus outbreak. I don't I don't think it's quite that. Like it's, you know, Because viruses are actually, there are healthy, well, safe Fuel, viruses. Fueled by mad cow. They're fuel <laughs> And, uh, and uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Though. That is interesting. I have another book as well for just. Uh, well, this is just. I'm just looking at this so I can so I can well, pick, why don't we pick talk what about, I want. Right? Why don't we talk about what it, what this is? It is the game workshops how to paint space marines, and it has everything. Like on all, how to paint space marines. Well, well, it also it also <laughs> gives you all the colors for all the chapters. Yeah. You'll, you'll note Which that there are some things that are not in those. Fantastic. 
those are just the ones that are codex chapters, so those, yeah. those are the ones that adhere to the uh, closely to the Codex Astartes. The thing, the the chapters you won't find there are like the Blood Angels, the Dark Angels, the Black Templar. Here's your Space Wolves. Space Wolves have their own separate section here. I, th- I think uh, you'll find all the actually. There's not all that. Uh, look, look at that gray though. Yeah, but well, the, uh, yeah, yeah. That is that is a multi shade gray. Yeah, it's 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 a mixture of like a blue, um, a white, and then like a darker blue. It's 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 a oh my boys, my black templar. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's actually a very very good book. Um, I can see why you'd want to be the black templars. They're all black and they're easy to paint. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about Raven Guard. You're just like, Haha. yeah. Well, no, there is that to it. The yes. Deathwing are different for the Raven Guard and stuff like that. Nope. Suddenly, Ra- I want Raven Guard are different. You're oh, suddenly, I want to play Raven. There's a Raven Wing. Mm. Which... Ra- Raven Wing is black, black, dark angels. Raven Wing is a chapter of the Black Angels, or not a chapter, but a segment. Dark angels seem more right, green yes. than black, according to this. They are green. That's right. It's a Raven Guard, not the Raven Wing. It's a Raven Correct. Guard. Correct. Yes. Um, sorry, I just was been going through some things on online. One of the ones that yeah, I keep talking about, Crack.com has some interesting mm-hmm. sort of ones. They found one for a whole bunch of different original original endings planned for movies okay. that got changed. One of the ones, of course, is the original Return of the Jedi for Star Wars. Because okay. yeah. um, Harrison Ford wasn't sure he'd be wanting to continue with the movies. They were going to kill off Han Solo? Well, okay, remember when he got, at the end of the second one, he got car- frozen in carbonite? Oh, yeah, second one. The okay. reason they did that is because they weren't sure if he was coming back for the third Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they they froze him in carbonite as the if we if he doesn't come back, here's why. Dev has it on the back of his. Uh, I hope so yes. yes, he does. So, and actually, yes, in the original ending, they had Han Solo was killed off trying to defeat the shield generator, and uh, Luke was becoming after he 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 wanted off on his own at the end. But guess who decided that no, you cannot kill off Han Solo. Luke? Lucas. George oh, Lucas went. Lucas. And you know why he decided not to? He's too handsome to die. No, because it wouldn't sell as many toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if Han Solo died, he would not be able to sell as many toys for Han Solo. That's what made him decide not to keep Han Solo alive. Even though I think it would have made a, a more interesting story had Han Solo died for that, because it would have given pathos, which helps the story. Like It, it develops characters, you know? Princess Leia, the one I love, is dead and stuff. So and Chewie, so it would have been interesting. No, it would have been an interesting movie, but because you know it won't sell as many toys, we didn't get that ending. Well, that's that's the toy factor is a huge thing for eighties cartoons. Well, yes, yeah, so it is. Oh, and, like Transformers and back in the day, Transformers and Ninja Turtles, uh, Street Sharks was another good one. No, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I disagree. They could have sold just as equally the amount of toys, plus the production cost would have been less because they wouldn't have to put like rivets for the arms and elbows and everything else. Because oh, yeah. all you would have to do is sell a piece of plastic and call it hand sold. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Um, the knockoffs would be even cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Every, it's an eraser. <laughs> hey, it's Han Solo. <laughs> a little tombstone. There you go. It's good. Um, everyone's seen Ter, uh, Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm. The last. No, I stayed uh, away. That's the one with Christian Bale. Yeah. Okay. Then no. Oh. No, I'm okay. okay, so you know, there's the there's the cyborg who helps saves John Connor at the end by giving up his heart. Vaguely. Okay. Yeah. At the end, John Connor is seriously injured in the fight. 
and he's going to die. The uh, Marcus guy, the droid, the only thing left really that's his is his human heart. Okay. So he sacrifices his heart to save John Connor. Okay. In the original, well, one of the original write-ups, John Connor dies. But he can't. He can't. The name John Connor can't die, because most people don't know the face. So what they did is they took his face, and they changed Marcus's face. So the cyborg Marcus becomes John Connor to fight for the rebellion. So he can never die, technically. So basically, it was the same as um, from Princess Bride, the Black Pirate. It's, it's always different people. But it's the name that continues on, right? Same as they, for a while, they had a theory that Captain America was actually different people. Right. And, and similar ideas. Like well, because he did show up in several different eras. Well, same as James Bond, 007. It's actually I love the I love your theory about James Bond. Those of you who haven't heard it, I think it's episode five, Bond maybe six, episode six, six mm-hmm. where Pat espouses on us about how all these different people who have played the role of 007, well, James Bond isn't his real name. He becomes James Bond. Until he either is killed or, or he retires, in yeah. which case a new James Bond. Have you seen Skyfall? I love Skyfall. But they they reference his parents in Skyfall. No, no, but it, it, again, it doesn't see it, his all, parents. All, all it means is that he, he, <laughs> that's where the name started. James Bond has a backstory. Yes, he has a history. He's a fully fleshed out person. So there's documentation trails, but. That same documentation trail stays with the name, regardless of who takes over. So when you become James Bond, you give up your life. And you, you give up your name. This becomes your new background, your new history. Yeah. You're a spy, for Christ's sake. Yeah. No one well, knows who you truly so are. Think about it. You are you're James going around Bond. saying you're James Bond. Yeah. No he's, real spy would ever give away his real name, name when he was in a foreign land. And Archer does. Okay, Archer's separate. <laughs> is, that, is that even a real show? Or it a, is. A real person? No, it's I a TV wish. show. No, but what I'm saying is, like, they, they show you gravestones. This has Bond. his parents' name and his last name. Oh, oh yes, Bond. because spies have never been able to do that, ever. No, but I mean... Spy, spy agencies have created fake companies with a whole bunch well, of... Well, no, no, I understand, I understand, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just... It seemed like they were actually making him like he's always been Bond. That's that's who he is. That's his real that, name. That, that's that's you know even even his feelings and everything was all that. So what you're telling me his parents, his real parents died, so that he could have all these same emotions that he expressed in the movie, and so that they're like oh because we have to keep it up we're going to go change his parents' tombstone to to say Bond okay. on it instead. My, my okay my response to you would be because. The way that first movie ends, or sorry, the latest movie ends, this is the beginning of it's James Bond. Bond. This is the first because they yeah. M is gone, M's changed. From, well, no, no, because uh, Ju- because Judy, Judy, Judy Dench rebooted yeah. it. Yeah, they're but here, here's the thing: when it changes from the old M, the female, to the new M, the guy, if you actually take that whole end scene where he's talking to Money Penny, or he's introduced to Money Penny, mm-hmm. and he goes through that door and talks to M. That's the opening scene from the first Bond movie. Yeah, like oh, it's, okay. it's, it's yeah. almost shot for shot, and yeah. it's the exact same <laughs> as that first Bond movie. It's yeah. like they were kind so of I, going back in I time think what too. They, because what they did is they took the. This was a prequel, so this was before yeah. the first Bond okay. movie, and then ever since it's kind of carried on. Yeah, yeah because it. Like, what did they give him for? What did Q give him for technology? A no. gun. Yeah. And a little, a little radio. Exactly. That was it. That was awesome. But no, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is where I can. 
the reboots is different, but if you, if you still look at it, it still sort of makes sense that the agency would have a, a name, right? It's like, here's James Bond, yeah. you're 007, James Bond, that's yeah. your designation. Yeah. Because the, the whole of... thing is your designation, not just the 007. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I really like that theory. Well, it does. It it, it really makes it. Inter- you're right. Because a spy agency, I'm going around telling the entire world my name. Yeah. So what happens after I retire? Everyone still knows who I am. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. All your old enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So but there's another movie that uh, another movie series that flaunts the fact that they swap out the main character. Okay. And it's Death Race. Horrible set of oh, movies yeah. where it's like it's uh, prison convicts that well, they the race around one. a track. Yeah, the original people. one though. The original. I never saw the original. Oh, the original. I've only the, seen the first, the, the new two. The original one was also a commentary of of media. Oh, okay. Because they're like, oh, we're going back to the gladiatorial races mm-hmm. because TV's getting to the point that we keep wanting more and more. So, Death Race was sort of a commentary of. What are we going to end up with if we don't start putting limits, or are we start becoming so blasé about stuff? Right. So it's real. Running man. Yeah. It was reality well, TV at its at its worst. Exactly. Actually, if, if you and it, it wasn't it wasn't just in a track. It was across the fucking country. Like death race was yeah. across the country. It okay. was you went from point A to point B. You killed people, real people, on the sidelines. You got points. For, this is when people are joking, like, I have so many points for running people down. That's, that's from, where it came from. That's where it came from. You got points for running people down. Yeah. But the main character, so the main character of the, uh, the, the movie, I think it's like yes. Frankenstein or yes. something like that. Right. And it's just a mask. And supposedly he was so mutilated right. that they gave him a mask. And they killed, uh, that in the first, that the reboots of the series, mm-hmm. with Jason Statham, at the beginning of the movie, that the Frankenstein dies in a horrible accident. Right. and they, But they don't air that part. And instead, they say he's in the hospital. He broke a few ribs, and then they put the mask on Jason Statham to say, "If you want to get out, right. you are this character." Exactly. Yeah. They, they, so, and that's and then the second and third again, it's Frankenstein is back. It's a different vehicle, but still the same mask and a different character under it. Yeah. And they explain. They they throw it out there full on. Yeah. This is who you are. Yeah. Okay. So since we're talking about reality TV gone amok, back in. I want to say early 2000s. There was a British movie called Series 7. Yes. Now, the thing you need to know about is if you ever watch any sort of TV show or long, long-standing TV show, they don't call them seasons, they call them series. So this would be like the seventh series of whatever the show is. But the whole point about the show is there are like ten people who are selected, and it's a, it's a reality TV, there's a camera that follows each person as they're doing their thing, but it's a death match. Everyone's given a gun, and the last man surviving is the winner and gets like a million dollars or whatever. <laughs> and it was like a social commentary on where TV is heading towards before reality TV came out. And sure enough, that's exactly where we're heading. It's, it's, it's really kind of scary and eerie to watch, even though it's like more than a decade old. I highly recommend it to everybody. It's a very good movie. Well, it but, seems like every reality TV, TV show there is... The at first it's sort of tame, you know, and then it's like, then they always try to make it more flashy and spazzy. Well, because yeah, they have then, to beat last year's ratings, and then somebody ends up dead. Okay, what reality TV what was you are you watching? watching well, where there are dead people. Okay, so it happened in Survivor. Did he die on the show? 
Maybe not on. Maybe the they show. didn't air that. No, part, no, no, but somebody died. always ends up dying. No, what, during the taping of the show. Yes. No. What? It happened in Survivor. No. Maybe in yeah. one of the seasons. One of the, of, like, seasons, the past no, one years. of the seasons. Yeah. Yeah, but like, long what what I'm saying is, like, it'll get to that point where they're going to do something so stupid, somebody dies. Let's go look it up now. Yeah. the internet. It also. Jersey Shore. It might not be the U.S. version, but I know. I know in the in the British version. Somebody died, and the same okay. with that uh, stupid Buck Wild show or whatever. Okay, Buck Wild, the guy died not on the show, but a person from the cast died. Okay. Yeah, doing a stupid stunt. One of their stupid family things. Yeah, I think he died. I read about it because I, I was like, I want to see the show. It seems stupid, but again, my There's wife and French, I watched those French one. Death of contestants for a French one. Yes, but for Buck Wild, the guy's driving uh, with no, his no, family in a race and gets stuck That's in the That's the French pit. version. Okay, yeah. and it clogs his. I said it might not be the U.S. version, but I'm saying it doesn't matter. He died of exhaust. Uh, well, but he didn't really die. He, yeah. he died on the way. Like all three people in the car. Yeah, it, it wasn't because of the survivor thing. It was just a afterwards. Freak no, it was a freak accident. It was an accident. Right. So it's not that. Yeah, but I mean, how do you know that accident wasn't caused by they were doing something that? Was so retardedly stupid. How many Tug people have died during a heart attack during Tug of War? He had a heart attack during Paul. He had a heart attack during Tug of War. That can happen. <laughs> no, well, I, I know that, but I'm just saying is like it's going to get to the point. Oh, where well, well, it's like also like die. the fear factor. Throw someone in with like something they have real big fear of. You could get a heart attack. Yeah, well, there's that new show, what Panic Button now yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like how many people are going to die on that show? Probably none because they well, have so many paramedics around well, no. just in case but it happens. It, it does but. tie in also similar to our. F- it's a traffic accident. Everyone yeah. slows down to watch, not to see what they want to see if there's death. Yeah, they don't want to help. see the they they same as well, it, it, it goes all the way back to the Coliseum. Well, it does, but also like and football, I'm glad NFL it. football. They, oh, look, the guy has his leg broken. Let's watch it again in slow motion from different right. angles. We can see where it's not. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> look, it broke into three pieces. You can see the bone sticking out the right there. You know, the replay is going to be so long that you will have time to order a pizza and enjoy it while you watch that bone snap. It's, 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 like, it's, it's like... Wait, let's, close, let's close up on his face as he's... That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's why you can go, on, yeah, exactly. you can go on to YouTube Super and, and look up arm wrestling. Oh, and yeah. just just to watch the guy's arms break. Yeah. Well, it's like MMA. And you'll find a million. Well, MMA is big and popular now at the UFC yeah. and stuff like that because, unlike boxing, which you know they had rounds and they stopped, now it's pretty much go out there and beat the crap out of their person. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's like no, no. I know, I know. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, no, it's like it's it's like it's one step below and humping. And below beating them to the <laughs> point of death. Yeah, yeah. It's one step below beating to beating yeah. them to the point of death. Well, that's what that I mean. being... It's getting to the point now where, like, before you had boxing, now you're at UFC and stuff like that. And yeah, I agree with Paul. What's the next stunt? Right. But when people are like, okay, this that, is. That being said, though, UFC started with three rules when it was still a single-digit affair, and yeah. now it's a triple-digit affair, and there's a whole lot more rules. Oh no, I, from I, my understanding. Yeah, that helps because they still are trying to. Before it was like you can't rip their eyes out, you can't rip their throats out, and you can't yeah. rip their sacks off. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a whole buttload more. Now there's like for low blows and all the other stuff. I, so, I but I'm just saying, like it's it, eyes, throat, groin. You know, yeah, that was the, the three rules. That was good. What will happen? Now it won't happen in the states or Canada. It could. Somebody could accidentally die. No, no, you know, no. And it's, no, it's going to happen. I'm sure it has happened. But yeah. accident. Well, there's, there's boxers. Boxers, yeah. boxers have died. There's an yeah. accident. Football player who died on field. There's been a hockey yeah. player who died on on the ice. However, North America does have a lot of censorship, censorship, and laws that they're they're not actually going to physically try and kill you on purpose. No. Other countries, however, 
Yeah. They don't have these sort of laws towards, you know, your your people. They might be somewhere in Southeast Asia, maybe. Yeah, where it's like, have the death of the fight. Fight to the death. I mean, there are... There's got to be underground... Underground fights where it's like... Yeah. Organizations it's, it's only going to be a matter of time until it's like... The question is, when is it going to show it's, up? It's on like TV? they're going exactly. to they're going to yes. get a bunch of people to sign up, and if you can survive well, this guy hunting you down in the woods, I don't think it will show up on TV. Well, they're 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 a dangerous game. Yes, it'll be movies. Yeah, that's There are those snuff movies, right? Yeah. Now they don't. They don't they, they're they've, not around. They've never proven an actual real life snuff movie. There is to date never been an actual movie that you can watch where a real person dies. No, it's all which I'm happy about. Oh, exactly. But again. Other countries, small underground stuff. Is it there? Who knows? Yeah, I suppose I'm it's possible. Probably, you, if you look hard enough. No, people have. People have on purpose looked hard enough. Yeah, yeah. and it is to this day impossible to find a, a true snuff movie. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Absolutely, thank yes. God. Now you can watch things like Faces of Death, where it's exactly. nothing but people dying. Yes, but it's not murder. No, it's because this is actual different. executions and other sort of stuff, and yeah. right. I guess that would be murder. There's there's yeah. some suicides and stuff like that, yeah. but well, I mean, like that's it. They, they, Wasn't that part of the Luca Magnata trial that he filmed it and put it on the internet? I don't know. Oh, is that the yeah. one guy who was about to eat that other guy? Well, no, the, the no, guy that, was that the they guy found the body parts in like the the suitcase in Montreal and stuff like that. The oh, guy yeah, who ran to yeah. Germany mm. and right. So that, I believe that was one of the videos that went online. That was the like one of his downfalls where he filmed. The Labatt Blue guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the Labatt Blue guy. I don't mean Uh, it. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm pretty sure because my brother-in-law, I came in to dinner one day and my brother-in-law was like, oh, i got to show you this video. I was like, heard of it? Don't want to watch it. I'm okay with watching movies, like horror movies, stuff like that, but I don't want to see an actual person Mm -hmm. murdered for entertainment. No. So... So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there actually is. This is the the first official. Well, there might have been some other ones way back when, too, right? They just never got popular. It, never got it popular. May, that, that study may have been just got done by a bunch of people in denial, too. Yeah, ah, I suppose. It's all, but... Uh, wow, we really went off topic there, didn't we? Games. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all the technology, because like I said, with the internet being so oh, prevalent, you could, you could <laughs> have stuff on YouTube, yes. stuff could go up on YouTube or other ones, or other sites, where it would be showing this, and unless people are aware of it, People can have it there mm-hmm. until they go. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh shit! Well, this is the most serious part of our our podcast. Well, no, but right here. it's <laughs> also like good job. Sorry, I keep forgetting to turn my phone into silent mode when we when we take. Um, but that like exactly because the technology there they had like that's with a lot of the child rapists and stuff like that have actually had posted stuff, you know, of them doing the stuff. My my theory. Like, what the f- Fuck. My theory on what you can find on the internet is if you can think about it and yeah. you figure it out and you think it's this new thing, it's probably, probably. been there for 10 years yeah. already. Well, it's, yeah, exactly. And there's a how to video. Yeah. <laughs> a let's play. No, that sounds right. <laughs> well, well, you know, to be honest with you, I think, I think if it's actually happening, most people will not post it online because. It'll somehow, some way, it'll get traced back. Though. Oh no, there's you know, you can meet there's dumb people like you would not believe. It's out true. There. Well, I know that, but I'm just but, I, but what I'm saying is maybe Little it Boo-Boo maybe was a show. Okay, if people watch that, <laughs> no, no. What, what I'm saying is maybe Boo-Boo. maybe oh, it got whatever. maybe it got posted, and I wouldn't put it past like governments around the world, um, having like key searches or something, and they're always finding these things, and then they take them down and hunt these people down before it gets viewed by a lot of people. That's why you never find anything. I know a girl whose uh, brother or cousin, I, I met a girl whose brother or cousin does that kind of cyber 
not stalking, but cyber Searcher, uh, cyber uh, searching uh, for uh, cyber for policing. Cyber I think for the RCMP. That's cyber yeah. policing. Cool. And uh, says it just it like the the average lifespan of someone not lifespan, but the average work span of someone doing that job is six months. Because after six months, they're so horrified by what they found yeah. that they just oh, there's they tons break of shit down. Out there. Hmm. There's tons of shit out there. Like I said, there was stupid people out yeah. there. Like, oh, I can get away with it. I'll just uh, do this because I've seen I've seen TV shows where I can mask my IP address and stuff like that. <laughs> there's stupid uh, people. There's sick people. There's, yes. That's the thing. That's I mean, ultimately, there's also a bunch of sick people, as it yeah. were. There's a whole bunch of like pedophilia that are posted in the name of science to study, you know, social behaviorism yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. And also, it's art. Well, the it's art that's thing. Yes, that's that's, uh, you know, again, there's always going to be somebody that tries to present a positive argument to what they're trying well, to do. Well, this is why there's also a big one where they take, there's the technology I know exists to make women look younger. Right. To make them look like younger Wait, teens. What? There's a technology, it actually exists where you can... It's called like, plastic surgery. No, no, no. <laughs> Photoshop. Well, not Photoshop, but it's a similar idea for filming. Where you, okay. can make, you can make the faces look... Yeah, you put, you put Vaseline on, on, the, on the lens. <laughs> but, no, but they were do doing that, that back in the 60s. Yeah, but they do that to make it... You love Star Wars. That's what happens. No, Star Trek. But they do, oh, they do it in Star Wars no, where they, they, they put the, no, the Vaseline on the, Jace, the they're lens. They're doing this the to make, the girl, make them look like young teenagers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're doing it to make them look like young teenagers, but they bypass the law because the models are actually over 18. Right, but they look like they're 14. Exactly. They, they, they're, they're, and it's like, that's how they bypass the law, and it's like... And this is where I go to the thing of, like, there's this thing going on now the, the, in Ottawa where those girls had the prostitute... Well, not yes. Prostitute, right? yes, 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 like the 16 and 17-year-olds. Yeah, but some of the... Well, there's one girl who was, like, 15 that they were prostitute. My thing is, like, okay, go after the guys. I paid for them. Give the girls who did this uh, a... Limited sentence, and it's like, give us the names of the guys who paid for these um, girls. Most girls who end up getting paid to have sex with people don't know the names of the people they're with. No, 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 no. The girls uh, he's who talking about the pimps. The, oh, like, yeah, the, the girls pimps. who ran it. It was James Bond. Uh, but no, because they, they do have one of the Johns. Because he he came forward and well, said, "This is going on. Yeah. Okay. This is. Well, I was told she was supposed to be eighteen. Well, no, no. I, I, I read this. Got ripped off. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I actually read it. He wasn't. He's an ex-convict, so he was actually. He's he's stated he's pay, he has problems finding dates. Right. So he actually pays an escort to come and have coffee right. and, and pizza to do the, to, the work to, of an actual escort. Yeah, not the work of the legal a, escort. Illegal, not for profit. Because he's like he's like I, I have I can't find dates really because I'm older. I'm an ex-convict and stuff like that. So he's like I usually pay people to come have coffee mm. and you know watch TV and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, he said when she showed up, she showed up barefoot in a slight little dress and whatever. And he's like, why are you here? What's going on? And, uh, You're not the usual girl. Well, yeah, she's like, because the first girl she met, she had an idea she, she was 20, in her 20s. Right, so. But again, no sex happened in mm -hmm. the first one. But then they sent this one along for sex, and he's like, no, that's not what I want. And he was going to call the cops, and she broke down, so he sent her off. But that's where it started, because he's like, wait, what the hell? But even that, so, <laughs> the, a really weird thing about the law, so I'm probably horribly wrong about this. I really don't care, but it really affected me when I was growing up, was when I became of legal age, I'd go to the bar, I figured every girl I met, I, it, was, it was fair game fair for me game. to hit yeah. on. Yeah. Well, it, unless they were with someone, then it wouldn't be okay, but if they were <laughs> single legally. and I could bring them home, yeah. 
there is no legal recourse if there is both consensual adults Correct. doing stuff. And then my buddy informed me that if you go to the bar, find, a, find someone, you bring them home, have relations with them, and they turn to be under Relations? You fuck them? Sure. <laughs> I have relations with them. What the hell is that? I have I'm, I'm being... Politically I'm correct. taking the upper road right now, Pat. Oh, I'm You're the dirty old man. <laughs> so you slam that. If I if I tap that and they turn around and go, I'm 15. You're fucked. Then you're Literally. screwed because yeah. it, even though it's 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 still your job to ask, are you of legal age? Blah blah. blah. Even though you're at a bar for 21 and over. Yes. The bouncer didn't do well, his like, job, or well, they had fake IDs. Well, there's like, so gotta be an app for that. Yeah. Well, well, that thing's like, okay, uh, give me a blood. Can I have some blood sample? Uh, too okay. old. Yeah, give me a blood sample. Too old. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, wow. Give me, give me a blood sample. I'm gonna run your DNA. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your DNA says you're actually. So, but exactly. Can, it, I have your DNA? Can you spit on the spot, please? Now, that being said, I know I just joked about it, but there is a country where there's uh, very close cousins all over the place, and in fact, the America. motto, the mo- no, it's not American. The motto for the app is "bump before you bump" because the feature uses the uh, uh, some near field thing that uh, cell phones have. And uh, yeah, basically, it's it's just that it's you would bump phones after you know creating your profile and everything else, so as to be able to find out which den- which generation of cousin you're about to. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're three over. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I want to be the guy who makes a virus for that app. So you're just like bumping the virus a lot. It's, it's, like, like, it's like it's like if your screen clock. if your screen yeah. glows it, green, it is true. You're good to go. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> literally a guy that worked on like this database for years. Luckily, and I no longer have this problem. Now it's finally being used. I married. Thanks, Iceland or something. An older woman by six months, and I never let her forget that. <laughs> And now she's, if she ever hears a podcast, you're just admit that, you know, she's... She'll never hear the podcast. No, she, she never will. <laughs> oh, you sure? Next thing you know, she's selling her, her Warhammer stuff on Kijiji. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's all my stuff? All right, so we've, we've covered a whole lot podcast. of different topics. <laughs> and we actually got into social commentary again, which we, is... We, we do tend to segue... Well, that's because of me. I always, into social commentary. I, we'll actually say that that was our miscellaneous portion of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so are we ready to start the... Gaming? Well, how long have we been talking? We have been talking for a hundred and nine minutes. No, actually, it's probably more like one hour and nine minutes, six to nine minutes. But still, I think it's a it's a good a good time for us to at very least pause the podcast and maybe play our. uh, our Well, Phil has to leave soon, so we should start getting a little bit into there. So yeah, actually. I have to leave. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Phil has to leave, so he's not going to get a chance to play his tech priest. Um, well, but how about we? I rolled not, Phil's face. How about we not play at all then? Like we we spent kind of. Bro, morning. Jace wants to play. He wants to do some role playing. I'm down for whatever. I brought miniatures to play. I came playing something. Phil has to leave no matter what. Right, but yeah, when much. does Phil have to leave? Are you, are you leaving right now? Yeah, no, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. So we'll, we can do a little bit of role playing just for Jace to get into it again. Or, or not. We'll figure it out. Anyway, let's just we say goodbye talk. for now. I have a character sheet now, which I'm further along than I've been... <laughs> in years. In years, yes. <laughs> I don't have a name, though. There, there's, there's, there's a possibility that we'll come back and maybe do an after-game review. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be after 40K, and maybe Phil will be back. Oh, no. Stick around. Won't. We don't know what's going to happen. Stick around, listeners. They're, they don't have a choice, really. <laughs> Download us next time. At the very least, 
We'll, we'll say goodbye right now, just in case. Wait five, wait, wait five seconds till we start the recording again in four hours from now. For you, it would be five seconds. There's going to be screaming and crying, I'm sure. I'm still going to cut all this shit out. I hope you do. I hope you don't. Actually, he doesn't usually cut anything out. Let's just say goodbye for now. And with the possibility what? that we might be back after these... Messages! I was going to leave it there, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome back to episode 14 of the Out of the Basement podcast. But again, why do you say welcome back? Because it's only been like a few... They haven't had a delay. Yeah, it a delay. has only been a few seconds. It matters to us. It matters to us. Well, the uh, dark heresy is over. I think everyone <laughs> had a bit of fun. <laughs> I feel that we were raped by our GM, who was not very kind to us. I survived. Exactly. Okay, I made the biggest sacrifice, which was also the coolest sacrifice. It was. Paul took a, was willing to put a grenade down a big orc's mouth to lose his arm. I took him. my took my arm off to kill that orc, and it succeeded. It and did. what did you get in return? You got turned into a fucking penal legionnaire. And a new well, I got a pretty sweet arm. fucking vi- arm out of the deal. With too. a gun in it. You didn't tell me how to gun it. Doesn't. I know. You'll find out. Oh, cool. So I still have to talk to you, you about that. You got made into a second command. Well, not second command, but aide de camp. Yeah, of a fucking penal legion. I was a goddamn arbiter. Okay, a lawman. I was fucking Judge Dredd. All of a sudden, I'm being sentenced to a fucking penal colony. Well, not a colony, but a, a penal legion. legion. So but I'm now a criminal. It's dark. It's freaking Warhammer 40. This is fucking Judge Dredd all over again on a bullshit mentality <laughs> being sent to the fucking penal legion. Exactly. It's Warhammer 40k. It's like we said, no one would ever want to live in the Warhammer 40k universe. It is dark. It is gritty. You do everything right. One thing happens and you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And in this case, that one thing that happened was our game master. Thanks, Pat. Did you say Game Master? Yeah, no, yeah, yes. Game. Yes. Game Master. I did say Game Master. So, but then, again, I'm just showing the way the, the world works. Jace, did you enjoy yourself? I had a good time. I really enjoyed it. I suppose it was fun. Oh, come on, mister. Oh, look. Look at me, brave guy. Oh, it's an orc. I'm going to faint. Oh, look, yeah. brave. It's an orc. I'm going to faint. You fainted you every single combat, buddy. <laughs> Listen. Here's the thing. Normally, on percentile games, you're trying to aim high. My dice today were awesome at aiming high. Yes, except that my skills weren't that good. Yes. And therefore, I needed to roll as low as possible. Which I happened, know. I think, twice on about 15 different yeah, rolls. Yeah, you had some yeah. shit. Oh, I had rolls. crap, some crap rolls. I rolled not once, but three times today, the dice over were not 95. With, the dice were not with you today. It was but, a bad day. But it was funny. Oh, look, it's an orc. Thud. What was that say? Oh, crap, it's a commander. Wake up, dude. <laughs> yep, bad, bad, bad. So we're setting up a very quick... Uh, Warhammer 40k battle. Uh, yeah, we decided squad. to do an, an equal points assault squad of, term, of uh, regular, uh, regular Marines against uh, an equally pointed assault uh, Terminator squad yeah. to see how it would turn out. Well, Black I, Templars versus Ravenwing. Uh, Ravenwing, yes. Ravenguard. 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 Ravenguard, yes, sorry. I'm expecting that there will be a lot of death and mayhem on one side, and I don't think I will lose. Well, he does have the advantage that he has fast movement and range. Yes. Except that his range is, uh, short. Because he's using pistol weapon, as opposed to long Oh, right. Plus 12 inches, right? Yeah. And 12 inches, if you're lucky, is within charge range. 18, theoretically, is within charge range, but usually it's not. But he is not the, well, he can 
these are the jump packs that give them an advantage. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's where we're, we're doing a quick update for our listeners to let them know where we're at and what's happening. And uh, we'll let you know how it goes. More after the game. More okay. after the game. And we'll be back in a minute for you. Welcome back to episode 14 of the Out of the Basement podcast. So it's currently Sunday. Uh, we didn't finish recording the the end to our podcast the way we were going to. So I'm just doing a quick little uh, summary wrap up right now. Um, the 40k game went exactly as expected. Uh, complete annihilation for the Raven Guard. Uh, I don't think I lost a man. Took out his his uh, assault squad without any issues at all whatsoever. Uh, but I think it, it gave us a chance to kind of go through all the rules. Uh, we, we did movements and the various different movement ranges. We did charge range. We went over... Um, did we go over... No, we didn't go over rapid-fire weapons, but we did go over Overwatch when, when receiving the assault. Uh, so we, we went over hand-to-hand combat and how that works. So I think it was a good learning experience for Jason. It was good for me to kind of get it back in my, my, in my mind because, you know, there were things I had forgotten... And we actually went back and, and talked about each of the rules step by step, how the how the how each of the phases works, how the movement phase works, at what point do assault marines get to use their jump pack or when they want to use their jump pack. So there was a lot of really, really good information that was discussed. But we didn't we just didn't end up talking about it afterwards. We ended up cutting the day short and everyone just kinda of went their own way. So just uh, this again, just a quick wrap up. Just us saying goodbye, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. There Again, there is not going to be an episode next week. We did not end up doing a episode for the Pendragon game that we had going on today. Again, a couple people were missing. Uh, we were there. It was a really, really long day. We got a lot of stuff accomplished, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in our next podcast, which will be recorded, uh, I think, two weeks from this weekend. So, thank you for listening, and goodbye. <laughs>